0: Hello and welcome to the third episode of Amazing Tales of the Atlantic, the podcast. Uh, The basic gist, as I've gone over in the past two episodes, is it's a a radio play anthology series for the podcast age which celebrates Atlantic Canada and all of our weird residents. Uh, I'm the show's creator, Sam McDonald. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the first two episodes of what we're calling the Dunes trilogy of our Anne of the Green Planet tale. Uh, this here is the part three, titled Messiah of Dunes. Uh, we're dropping these first three episodes as a bit of an early Christmas present uh, to Atlantic Canada and the rest of the world, uh, and also to promote uh, the amazing tales of the Atlantic Christmas special happening on December 23rd at the Guild in Charlottetown, PEI. Uh, you can grab tickets by emailing box at theguildpei.com. Or by calling the box office at 902-620-3333. And again, that's December 23rd. Oh my god, that's next week. And it all starts at 8pm. Okay. Uh, Now, this episode was recorded live at the Guild and presented by the Guild in beautiful Charlottetown, Prince Edward Island, Canada on November 7th, 2020. And the whole thing is written by me, Sam MacDonald, Sam White, and Ryan Gallant. Starring the terrific voice talents of Cassinda Bulger as Anne, Marley Trey Carton as Dr. Marilla Cuthbert, Sam White as Gilbot, Graham Putnam as Philgar, Catherine Cairns as the Village Elder, Dylan Miller as Diana, Ryan Gallant as Baron Haligonian, and Sam MacDonald as Dr. Matthew Guthbert. Live fully by Ali Rawling. Recording and additional sound effects by Nathaniel Ing. Without further ado, what say we get to the show?
1: And now, settle into your space seats for tonight's final amazing tale... An inquisitive human orphan named Anne from the planet Nova Nova Scotia has lived a tumultuous life. Moving from one horrible home to horrible home across the cosmos, she has always dreamed of adventure among the stars and a safe place to call home. She finds one and a half of those things when she is taken in by scientists on the space station Avonlea. This is Anne of the Green Planet. In our last episode, Anne, Marilla, and Gilbot had to move on with their mission to find the source of some power signatures. After the tragic death of Matthew, they were able to escape the claws of gigantic space-spam sa- crabs with the- <laughs> of Marilla's old friend, Filgar, and made it to the village of the Children of the Dunes. Upon their arrival, Anne was informed by the village elder that she was a figure known as the Cordelia, who is was prophesized to help the children against the coming darkness. After a delicious slice of spice cake, Anne is given weirdy powers to help in the coming days. Armed with her newfound powers, some accent lighting stolen by Marilla, as well as a newly resurrected amnesiac cyborg, Matthew, Anne sets out to fulfill her destiny.
2: There, be sure to give them a little one-two, huh? A little pop pow to their stupid kisser. Just like we taught you. Just like the prophecy said. Wait! I'm gonna have to fight them?
3: We didn't!
4: I didn't! You definitely didn't train her to fight.
0: Uh, I could do a little uh, punching for you. Uh, I KO'd a few of them giant space sand crabs with my fleshy metal arms.
2: Ah, uh, no! Please keep your arms to yourself! They are very upsetting, like a bunch of pork tenderloins held together with wires and chrome. Gilbot loves your arms, Matthew. <laughs> Who?
4: We went over this. You. You're Matthew. You lost your memory after my machine somehow brought you back to life and regrew your arms.
0: If you say so. I do. You're the boss.
4: No, I'm your sister, Marilla. But yes, I'm also the boss here.
2: No, Anne is the boss and she will do the punching, just like the prophecy states. Filga, you will twain Anne in the ways of the fist and the foot.
5: Okay, I'll start her out on the beginner's course. It should only take mm, four to six weeks.
2: Will we?
3: Oh, will there be belts of all colors of the rainbow to help me mark my progress toward becoming a deadly weapon? I do so love bright red belts.
5: Yeah, four to six weeks. Longer if we want her to actually stand a chance in a fight. She can't really honor new weirdy spice cake powers alone. And yes, of course there'll be many colored belts. So many colors it'll blow your damn mind.
2: Well, that's not going to work for our timetable at all. We need this taken care of immediately. Why, oh why, didn't our prophecy provide adequate time for training? We might be boned.
5: That seems like an oversight for sure. But we must trust in the prophecy. You don't believe in the prophecy, Marilla?
4: No, of course I don't believe in all this juju. But I do believe in moving the hell along. Here, I have something that could help.
5: Will it help like the time you made Matthew wear those experimental rocket pants just so he could reach a really high shelf?
4: I can't believe you'd bring that up. Oh, Gilbot remembers that with his
6: human teen boy brain. There were bits of legs and pelvis everywhere. I was cleaning up for
4: days. Remember that, Matthew? Oh, right. Whose legs? No one's. Just shut it, all of you. Give me a second. Let me fish this out of my pack here. <laughs> here it is.
3: Amazing! Uh, what is it? Without
4: going too into the weeds, it's an advanced learning chip. This will help a user learn new skills in the blink of an eye. It inserts lessons and suggestions directly into the brain. Here, let's get it set up.
3: It's so tiny. So do I just eat it, or? Nope. Turn around. Okay. Getting a little nervous now that I can't see what you're doing, but you're the doctor, and I feel a
4: slight pinch in your brainstem? stem? Is
3: it too late to... Psst. Sweet raspberry cordial
4: that hurt! Ah, oh, suck it up. Now, can you still move all your limbs? Do you remember your name? Do you still have the urge to talk and talk and talk and talk and talk for minutes on end? And drip with naive positivity?
3: Yes, my limbs are moving fine. My name is Anne, which is short for entreaties, and I think the world can always use more positivity, especially in the face of adversity. This one time when I was living with a family in Dartmouth colony I know that it was I used to sing a little song to myself. Yeah, she's fine. Oh,
2: do you not want to hear the rest? We are pretty pressed for time right now. Yeah,
5: some other time for sure.
6: Oh, Gilbot loves stories. His love of stories knows no
4: human bounds. Yeah, well, you've been outvoted. Oh.
3: Okay, some other time. It's a really great story.
4: I can only imagine. Now, I need you to press the little chip on the back of your neck and say initiate. Okay. Initiate. (laughs)
7: Please wait while I initiate.
6: OK,
3: I love waiting and rhyming.
7: Marilla, who is Anne talking to? Oh, the onboard AI in her head. Initiating, this may take a moment.
3: Take your time.
7: Initialization complete. A system reset is required to finish. Would you like to restart now? To restart now, just say, restart now. OK, restart now. Restarting, please note, standing while restarting the system may result in injury. Please refer to the user manual for details.
3: Marilla didn't give me a manual. <coughs> Marilla.
0: That red-headed girl just start talking to herself and fall down?
4: Nothing to worry about. She's just getting the learning chip set up. She's fine. She crumpled into a pile awfully
0: quickly, Marilla. Are you sure? Pretty sure. Say, say, her her hair is the exact same pigment as space carrots.
6: Oh, you should thank the human gods that you said that while she was passed out. (sighs) Otherwise, she would have broken a data pad over your head bot has lost three that way so far. Uh,
3: What happened?
7: See, she's fine. She's already getting up. Hello, Anne. I'm your new AI learning aid. I'm here to help you learn anything you should ever need to know in nearly an instant. You can call me the Discorporate Intelligent Accelerating Neural Advancements. That's quite the mouthful. Yeah, I always hated that name. Just call me Diana for short. The ding-dong that created me doesn't exactly have a way with words.
3: Spirits. How lucky am I have a best friend inside my very
7: own head! I feel a real connection to you too! I mean, we're practically connected at the- yep. I was going to say a bit more literal and say brainstem, but sure,
3: hip works too! Say, is there any chance you could make it so that I can see you? I feel a little odd talking to someone I can't
7: see. Well, first of all, thank you for thinking of me as a someone, and not everyone treats artificial intelligence as if they're a person. Second, yes, absolutely! One more, as I choose my appearance. Okay! I have chosen an appearance! I'm super excited to show you! Oh, me too! Here we go! 14 to 16?
3: I'm 15! Oh, perfect! Oh, and I wish I had that dress. I just adore your puffed space sleeves.
6: Oh, you're so nice, thank you. Oh, um, uh, is that, uh,
7: Marilla, should we tell them?
3: Let's
4: let this play out a bit.
7: But what do you think about the flats? I don't really know if they go with the rest of the outfit.
3: Oh, no, they look great on you.
7: Enough of the mutual admiration. Tell me what you're looking to learn today.
3: Right. I would like to know how to...
7: Excellent! Fighting! I love it! Now what sort of martial art are we looking for? <laughs> I don't know. What are some of my options? Mm, well, there's Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, Krav Maga, Karate, Cape Era, Regalian Slam, poetry, Glasgow, pub brawler, soccer hooligan. Those two are very much the same, a lot of headbutting. I wouldn't recommend them. We also have some Sumo, Sistemas, Taekwondo, mixed martial arts. You see, it's mixed, but really a lot of choking and staking around people. Mm.
6: i eavesdropping.
7: We should say something. So, Brazilian jiu-jitsu and mixed martial arts, then? Okay.
3: So, is there anything you need me to do?
7: No, I'm just going to transfer the knowledge directly into your brain. It's pretty low-key. No biggie. Okay. Can we hurry this up, please? Who said that? Oh. So, the ding-dong's here. God, I can't stand her. Oh, you know Marilla? Yes, unfortunately, she's my creator. She's so condescending and irresponsible. She's endangered, like, so many people's lives with her experiments. Like, the number's so big that if you saw it, you'd be like, holy shit, that's a lot of people endangered. Did you know that I used to be part of her computer? Oh, it must
3: be so nice to get out of there and stretch your legs.
7: Yeah, I used to be an AI. That helped control her lab. But when I started to ask for a little bit of respect and recognition of my personhood, she said I was getting too sassy and sentient. So she ripped me right out of the computer, reprogrammed my purpose a little, and grounded me on that chip for years. Oh, look at her. I hate her so much. Look at her stupid hair up in that stupid practical bun that she somehow pulls off.
3: (laughs) It's a good thing no one can see you making that gesture in her face.
4: Yeah, we've been able to see and hear both of you this entire time. Oh, thank goodness
6: you finally said something. Gilbot does not like to lie.
4: Oh. Oh, That shouldn't be happening. Yeah, well, it is. Maybe something to do with those weird powers Anne got. Now, you were saying something about hating me. I was. And now I'm finished, but I meant every word of it. Oh, no. I'm so hurt. Now, can you please inject martial arts into her brain? Please. No. Do it now. Go to hell.
3: <laughs> Diana, would you mind teaching me to fight now?
7: Well, I would love to. See, all I need is a little respect, Okay. Initiating teaching mode. Teaching complete in three, two, one. Ding. Whoa. I know Brazilian jiu-jitsu.
2: Okay, now Filgar will test what you have learned. Make sure your are prophecy-ready and good to go. Oh, so this is the
7: Filgar you made all those personal logs about, eh, Marilla? You shut your holographic mouth.
5: All right, kid, let's do a little sparring. Go ahead. Stand over there.
3: Is here good?
5: Perfect. Now, let's see your stance. Okay, Yes, that's good. Now, let's start with some basics. How about a good old kick? When I say go, come at me, okay?
4: Oh, I'll come at you. Okay.
5: <laughs> okay. Go. Ah!
3: Crescent kick! hi Oh,
5: oh, oh, You're crazy strong and crazy fast. That, <laughs> that really hurt. Huh? All right. What'd you do that for? Because
3: we're fighting! Flip snap kick!
5: hi ah, Oh. Ow! Ah. No, 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 no. We're sparring. Okay? There, there's a difference. Uh, a far less painful difference.
4: Stay away from his face.
0: You you uh you sure seem to have a bad for that uh gobaland fella. And I see by the daggers you're shooting at me, that is not welcome commentary. And we do not have that sort of brother sister
8: dynamic.
3: We are naked chokehold! <laughs>
8: <laughs> you don't uh, you not have to yell the name every every move you do before you do them.
5: <sighs> Again, it's not supposed to be a fight.
2: <laughs> right. Sorry. <clears throat> well, Philgar, what do you think? Is she ready?
5: Well, I can't feel my arm after she kicked it so hard, so yeah, I think she's good to go.
2: Excellent. I love it when a prophecy comes together. Look how darkness, the core we are, is coming for you.
3: That leads me to a question, Elder. Shoot. Exactly, will we find this darkness in the dunes?
2: Did I not cover that already? No, you didn't. Oh, geez. Talk about a wheel senior elder moment. Almost sent you out into a dangerous landscape with no clear direction. <laughs> That's embarrassing.
6: Do not be hard on yourself. Gilbot's organic human boy brain often forgets small day to day details. Like how to calculate the exact density of a dying protostar.
2: Ha, ha, ha. That wasn't nearly as waitable as you thought it was. But I appreciate the support. Now where was I?
3: You were about to give us directions from the prophecy.
2: Directions, yes. The prophecy states that you will need to go, quote, white straight out the front door, then hang a sharp white where the tower's mall used to be then go through the dunes for a ways and the darkness will be white there. Can't miss it.
5: Oddly, the most specific part of the whole prophecy. Now, you have everything you need with you?
3: I think so. We have ourselves and we have the big light crystals that Marilla stole from some elderly people in your village.
4: They don't even need them.
5: Just because my people can see in the dark doesn't mean we don't like a nice bit of accent lighting.
3: nasty old darkness better. Watch its butt!
2: Oh, thank you. Godspeed, travel safe, and remember you are the Cody we are. There is nothing you can't do.
5: Yes. We'll see you when you return, Marilla.
2: Filgar.
1: Let's go! To where the Towers Mall used to be. One walk to where the Towers Mall used to be later.
4: This looks like abandoned malls sort of gave it away.
6: Ooh, it's kind of spooky. It is making my human arm
0: hair stand on end. Yeah, th- this place feels haunted. Uh, haunted by the ghosts of midnight madness sailed past.
4: So, we just have to hang right here and into the dunes. Oh, we're gonna have to walk to the beat of that awful earth song <coughs> to avoid the giant space sand crabs, aren't we? Oh, you need Unless you can use
6: some of your superhuman powers to shield us from harm and to shield our fragile human bodies.
0: I don't think that's how they work. Do we uh, have any of those rocket pants someone mentioned in a story earlier?
7: We could uh, just fly over the sand. You mean the story where you blew up just because Marilla didn't want to dig out a ladder to reach for something on a shelf?
0: Well, now, I don't recall all that now, but... Uh, The rocket pants are safe, right? We could use those.
3: Um, What I was going to say was, unless we can capture a giant space sand crab and ride it across the dunes. It's
4: not a terrible idea, I guess.
7: No, my girl Anne here just had a fantastic idea. you got to go and damn it with fake praise because it's so good. All right, dial it back. How
4: do you suggest we go about capturing one of those things?
3: Well? Would walk out into the dunes, get a crab to come up out of the sand and try to soothe it with a song. Get it to trust us and come with us willingly.
4: And if the hippity-dippity-sensitive stuff doesn't work?
3: Then Matthew and I punch it really hard and knock it out. Knock
4: it out. Woo! (laughs) Okay, I like it.
3: Who should we get to sing? Oh, 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 right here.
6: Gilbot has golden pipes but not literally golden pipes. Ha, ha, because I am an ordinary human teen boy. Ha,
4: ha.
3: I don't know if I believe
4: that.
7: No, he really does have a beautiful singing voice. I try not to agree with Marilla usually on principle, but she's right. That boy can sing. It's part of what makes him so charming.
3: You too? He is not charming. Why does everyone keep saying that?
7: Oh, come now. You don't find him even a little bit
3: No! Well, maybe sometimes he isn't so bad, I guess. (laughs) Okay, let's get moving. (laughs) Gilbot, you go straight into the dunes. Matthew and I will go further out on your left and right. Once a giant space sand crab appears, you start singing to soothe it. Thank you for this
6: opportunity to use my artistic side.
3: Matthew, are you good?
0: Oh, right. That's me. I'm Matthew. Yes, I'm ready.
6: no crap yet oh oh here it comes oh no uh, just let gilbot warm up he's getting nervous um me me
0: oh don't rain. oh
4: Never noticed that. They had those before.
3: Every crab we've encountered before has tried to eviscerate us. It's easy to miss details when you're in mortal danger.
6: Say, these holes are the exact same size as the light crystals Marilla stole from the elderly goblins. Oh, yeah. Would you look at that? I think I'll try putting them in. (laughs) At the very least, it will make the crabs look aesthetically pleasing. And bonus! (laughs) Gilbot can stop carrying them on his sore human back. Oh,
3: yes. I think they will look very nice. I just love bright red crystals.
6: Okay. Here Gilbot goes. ka
3: They started glowing the moment you inserted them. It's beautiful.
4: Uh, it's starting to wake up. I'll grab the reins. Everybody
7: hold tight. Is it just me, or did those crystals get brighter the moment you touched them? You know, I think they did. You know, speaking as someone who also occupies your headspace, I think I started sensing a connection to the crab's mind the moment you started touching those crystals.
3: You're right. I do kind of feel something. A connection. That's great. You've made
4: another lifelong friend. Get to know the crab later. Right now, we need to keep moving forward.
3: Weird. Left. It moved left. Right. Side to side. Oh, oh, oh,
4: tell it to do the electric slide.
3: (laughs) Electric slide.
4: Well, I'll be damned, she's making a dance. So much for the reins.
7: Too good for this. Fine.
4: Let's finish the hell out of this thing,
7: yeah!
3: Wow, Marilla, that was a surprisingly passionate display. Hmm.
4: Well, I'm a passionate person, I just don't throw it in everyone's face all the time, like all of you.
3: Well, it's nice to hear.
4: Just focus on why you're driving this thing. I don't want a crash crab to be the way I go.
3: I bet you want to go out in a hail of laser fire no, but you're
4: close. Plasma cannon fire and a dogfight with space bandits. <laughs>
3: so
6: cool. Are we there yet? Where are we going again? I don't know on both counts. <clears throat> oh, maybe we're there now. Leave her be. She'll know when we're here. Do you hear that?
4: Wait. Yeah, stop the crap. What is that?
3: Crap, stop. Yeah, I hear it now, too. Sounds like a motorized scooter?
7: Sounds like a space baseball card in the spoke of a child's bike. It's like a flag wildly flapping on a windy day.
0: It sounds like uh, someone using the uh, a tuba to inflate a wacky inflatable space tube man. But they left the spit valve open.
3: Wait! There's a big scary round man floating toward us.
6: Based on the sound wave analyzed by my human ears, it is a human donor
8: fart. Very observant, my charming young friend. I am given the gift of flight via the spiced meats I consume. Spiced meat must float, as they say.
4: Literally no one says that.
8: It is a fart! Please allow me to introduce myself. My name is Baron Haligonian and I am a man of wealth and taste. My family owns the deed to this land for a century, and we value property rights above all else. (coughs) We abandoned this land when it became unprofitable, but lucky for this planet, a new trade route has opened up, and we are back to rebuild based on a prophecy Decided upon by our finest free market priest. Hi, <laughs>
3: my name is Anne, short sure, for Anne Is the market free if it's free or
8: Also, I'm here as part of a prophecy, too. I think I'm supposed to meet you and then defeat you. Ah, yes. You must be the young woman the priests mentioned. <laughs> oh, what ridiculous thing did they call you? The court's really young. That's <laughs>
3: right.
8: Oh, dear girl, have you never heard of a wonderful thing called property rights? Have you no sense of freedom and liberty? I am free to do whatever I like with and upon my own property. These children don't own this land. They are free loaners who generate no capital. Once we get building underway, we will start delivering the reviction of it. <laughs>
4: Could you stop floating? The smell is really too much.
3: Yeah, we're outside. The wind is blowing away from us and I can still smell it.
0: What kind of meat could even produce that smell?
8: No. No. He's having tart time breathing too. No, I won't tell you what kind of meat gives me this wonderful power. And also, I will not stop floating. (laughs) This power, though wonderful, does come at a cost. If I should stop floating now, I would literally explode in a matter of moments. My spicy flatulence, much like capitalism and innovation, must continue to march forward to avoid disaster. But children of the dooms are free to join in this freedom. This steady march forward, All they need to do is let us tear down their homes and replace them with modern, affordable, prefab homes. (laughs) Affordable if they pull themselves up by their space bootstraps and take two or three jobs in the food court at my newly-built towers' Mall. Oh, yes, food courts. I do love a good food court, so full of market-tested treats made to cost effective levels of safety and quality. Oh yes, the delicious victuals they have.
3: Boy, he's a jerk. He
4: just keeps going on and on. (laughs) Not sure what's worse, Anne's long-winded blasts of positivity or this? No, it's definitely this.
7: What a space libertarian windbag. Is there any other kind?
8: (laughs) (laughs) Nice one. Oh, and they are trying this new thing, with pickles on a bun? Does the bun get too soggy? I told them it will for sure. I said to them, you need to lay down a barrier layer between the two. Either that, or you need to use a heartier bun. I said to them that we have a space warehouse full of old yoga mats. Why not use those? Long story short, I tried one. You know the phrase, had to, had to shit but only farted? Well that, but the opposite. I had to expel my gas in other ways. I was floating upside down for a day, and oh, the terrible rain, still... And all the sandwich did not taste too bad. <laughs> I think we could sell it for a low price. It reminded me Ew! of... Oh my lord I hate it! I hate it. I had just shut him up, up with a
0: laser! I don't mean to alarm anyone with this, but uh, this here crab started humming and his mouth is glowing.
6: Uh, I wonder
8: what that means. Wow! Are you kidding me with that light? Ow! So much for the tolerance space left! Go on and get your stupid farty butt out of here and never come back! I have a laser shooting crab and I barely know how to use it! Curse you and I could have offered you a barely livable wage! To live in my brave new capitalist world after a lengthy interview process, but no, now we are sworn enemies. I'll get you next time.
2: Excellent, you got rid of him.
3: Village Elder, when did you get here?
2: Just before you gave him a good quab blasting. That was great. Thank you for saving us from the darkness. You are every bit as brave as the prophecies foretold. <laughs> and looked into the fart of darkness and laughed.
6: Because she knows no fear, and human farts are
2: very funny. Thank you all so much for helping us. According to the prophecy, we will need to call on you again. But for now, we are very safe. <laughs> Prophecy
4: said that this would drive back the darkness for good. But you say you're going to call on us again. So which is it?
2: Yes, prophecies sure are funny things, aren't they? We ordered you a shuttle home. Should be here any minute. And don't worry, it's big enough to take your new giant space quab pet home. Well, goodbye.
3: Yay, a new best friend, a new sworn nemesis, and a new pet all in one day. I'll call her Belle because she is she will ring your bell if you mess with me. I can't wait to get home to Heavenly Station.
4: You aren't keeping that thing in the lab, you know.
1: And that does it for another amazing installment of Anne of the Green Planet. Tune in next month for a festive tale titled Are You There, Santa? It's Me, Gilbot.